welcome back to another episode of the East Coast Browncast. Man, as always, I'm joined today with my boy Noah, Kyle, AJ, and my guy Shaman. And in today's pod, we're going to be talking about pretty much everything that's been going on in the past week of NBA basketball. There's been a lot to talk about. I mean, we we just witnessed the Pelicans lose to the Suns, which we talked about last week. But it's weird because this time around, the Pelicans lost. Yeah, and Booker dropped 58 points, so that's huge. Uh, I guess we can start there. What do you, what do you guys think of that game? A little bit of revenge. Don't, don't all speak at once, guys. <laughs> I I personally feel like, yeah, it was a good game, revenge game by Booker. But still, like, I don't see the Suns as a threat. Besides that one game, they've lost in multiple. They got they lost to multiple teams in the past two weeks. Um. I mean, yeah, I still I my stance on the Phoenix Suns haven't changed. This one game doesn't mean doesn't doesn't mean shit. Excuse my excuse my language, but yeah, that's my thoughts on it. I kind I kind of like the the beef rivalry that they have that they got going on. Like oh yeah 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 the the rival the rivalry is, is it's really nice. Like I mean that that's what that's what the NBA is really like missing. Like rivalries like that, but like I mean, not literally missing, but like that's what it makes it. That's what really makes it fun. Like when then when you know there's like that's what really makes like the regular season. I feel like that's what gets people involved in the regular season because if there's not any like rivalries, like they're just regular games and yeah. But no, it, it, it's a good rivalry. I I think moving forward, if these teams meet meet if these teams do meet in the playoffs, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a crazy series. So that's good. I like to see that. That's fair. So, do you, do you guys still think that the Suns are a bunch of role players? I know, I know, AJ loves to say that, but I don't know, man. Booker, so, okay. Yeah. Booker is nasty, and you know that win uh, that um, Pelicans had over the Suns and the entire statement that they made—it's so blown out of proportion. It's like this, like a four. <laughs> really, really, it's really not. Let, let, let me finish. All right, let, let me explain why. All right. So Chris Paul just came back from an injury and, you know, like obviously age is, in a, is a factor and like he's going to deal with a lot more injuries and like tweaks and whatnot. But, you know, that game, he only what like scored like six points. OK, and then, OK, Pelicans got a dub and like they're on top of the conference or they were at that point. And like everyone was like, oh, man, like Pelicans are the real deal. Suns are like washed. But Booker is sh- telling y'all to shut the hell up because this, this dude is dropping 50s on 50s, 40 points. He is putting a team on his back. He is, like, people make fun of him because he tries to embody what Kobe did. And, like, you know, sometimes he isn't able to or, like, he does too much or he has this attitude about him that, like, you know, it even pisses me off sometimes. Like, he's, he, like, he's cocky. He is irritating. But... You can't deny he's an amazing ass scorer and he can put this team on his back. And I think um, with Chris Paul returning, like it, it probably, um, you know, mess with the, not mess with the chemistry, but like they have to kind of figure things out. Uh, and, you know, I think the Suns are going to get back on track. They're going to finish top three in standings the, uh, this year. And, and I think they're, they're going to be consistent as they have been the last few years. And if they can make a move on Jay Crowder, Suns are a team to watch. I'm telling you guys, like, don't sleep on them. Okay. All right. I don't – I'm going to answer that. I 
I, I agree with some points. Uh, just want to clarify, I never, I think what I said was the Suns are basically Devin Booker, who I think is a potential superstar, or I, you could say he is a superstar, I don't know. If I think Jason Tatum is a potential superstar, so if I don't put Jason Tatum as a superstar, I can't put Devin Booker as a superstar. But I think they're both potential superstars. But besides Devin Booker, I think it's just a bunch of glorified role players. Like, don't get me wrong, McCall, McCall Bridges, He's good. He's been dropping like averaging like twenty like the past couple the past two weeks, three weeks. He's good, but like he's only doing that because he's literally the second option. I mean, you could say Aiden's the second option, but I think McCall Bridges has been playing better than Aiden the past two weeks. Besides, uh, uh, okay, okay, I, I want to say he's, you know, he's not playing better. Aiden's playing better, but McCall Bridges has been falling lately. But I just. I, I, Without Cameron Payne, I I don't know. Is he? I think he's coming back in a month or two months. Maybe they said, probably. I don't know. Cameron Payne. I like. I really like Cameron. Cameron Payne. Payne or like, Cameron Johnson. Who's the one that's hurt? Sorry, Cameron Johnson. I meant Cameron Johnson. Cameron Johnson is supposed to come back. They said next year, twenty twenty three, like January, maybe February. Like he's a good player. I really like him too. But like without him, they lose a lot of size and like defense and shooting. Like, I don't know. I just. I just see, I just need to see more from this team. Like they don't really have they have a good starting five. I don't really like their bench, but besides that, yeah. I don't know. I just don't see. And then when they did beat the like I don't you're saying they it was blown out of proportion, like the the whatever it is, um Pelicans the Pelicans beating. beating the Suns, but they beat them without Bannon Ingram. Bannon Ingram's been out for majority of the season. And Pelican, he, I don't know if he, he just got back like a couple of games ago or maybe last game, two games ago. But, you know, like it's still like it's not easy when the, when one of your sharp players come back in a rotation and when the team's been like take, uh, take the Grizzlies last year with uh, John Morant. Without John Morant, they went 22 and 21 and two or something. When he came back, they, they started struggling a little bit, but then they caught they got back in the groove. Like it takes a while. It takes a minute for when your superstar hasn't gone like majority of the season to get back in the groove. So maybe that's why they've been losing games. But I, I still think the Pelicans are like top two, top three team in the West and may, and top five team in the league right now. So that's where my stands on it. All right. I, I won't argue uh, with you about that, but we, we, we'll see as the season goes on. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But no, uh, I, I and I like I said, I agree. Devin Booker, is, he's him. Like, he's him. Simple as that. He's been balling out. Can't really say much about him. Can't really blame anything on him for the Suns' struggles. Or, yeah, the struggles at all. He's been doing his part. Yeah. Anyone else want to chime in uh, on the topic? Yeah, man. Um, I think I think you guys make some good points. Devin Booker is – he's an awesome player. Like, 58 points on, like, mainly jumpers. Like, that's that's a pure hooper right there. Um, but the thing is, like with the with the Suns, like you know, the first first and foremost, I want to I want a playoff series between the Suns and the Pelicans. I think that would be great basketball. Probably hell yeah. Um, and the Pelicans are legit. They I think they're like one of the few teams that are top. Maybe might be the only team that are top five in both defenses defensive rating and offensive rating. They're the fifth best defense. They are no, I'm sorry. They're the sixth best defense in the NBA, and they are the fifth best defense. They have the third best net rating, right? Um, they, they are missing Ingram. One thing I do worry about with the Suns, 
that I think AJ was saying, I wouldn't necessarily classify Chris Paul as a role player, but he's not like a second star anymore, in my opinion. And one of my thoughts about the Suns after they lost in the finals in 2021 is that one of these other guys has to take another, like a substantial step. Um, and that just hasn't happened. Aiton hasn't done it. Aiton, for as athletic as he is, for as, you know, the, the flashes that he shows where he just takes over, not, not necessarily takes over games, but, he, but it puts a huge impact on a game. He doesn't do it consistently enough. Um, you know, Mikel Bridges, like, he's never going to be, like, a great shot creator. I think he kind of is what he is. And he's a very good player. Like, he's a all-defensive level wing. He plays all the time. Like, he barely misses games, which is, that, which is like, kind of rare in the NBA now. Uh, but, yeah, Devin Booker, it's kind of just Devin Booker. And they desperately need – they need to either make a trade for a second guy or they need to, like – they need one of these guys to step up. And until they do that, I can't really see them being anything more than a second-round exit because as a team, like, they execute really well. Like, they run their stuff. They, they rarely make mistakes. But, like, they just don't have the top-end talent to me to, co- like, compete with, like, the Grizzlies or the Pelicans. Um, or even if, like, the Warriors get it together. Or, like, even, like, you look out east, and I don't think they'll get back to the finals, but, like, the Celtics and the Bucks uh, and the Cavaliers. Like, they're very good, but they're just lacking a second guy. Uh, but they have they have one of those guys already in Booker, but they just need a second. Do you think opinion. Aiden could become that second guy if he can build uh, distance? I don't, I don't think so. Um, like he plays like there's no reason that he should play like Nikola Vucevic being as like, athletic and imposing as he is. Uh, like at this point, I think this might be like year five for him, or year four. One of those like he kind of just is what he is right now, at this point. And, and he's a good player. Like that doesn't mean he's trash. Like he's a very good player, above average center, close to All Star level. Not quite there, but like I, I don't I don't see that like leap coming from him. I could be wrong, but yeah, I, I just don't see it. No, I, I kind of agree with you on Aiden. I think he could be a good third option on a team. Yep. yep. Uh, like, but like, I don't think he's a second option. And like, again, like, I agree with um, yeah, I agree. Like, they uh, the Suns aren't bad, and like their role players, and like, yeah, like when, I, uh, besides Chris Paul, yeah, I wouldn't even say Chris Paul is a glorified role player, but he's just not what he is. Well, how what, what he used to be, honestly, he's, just he's not 30, that He's thirty-seven. You can't expect yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, exactly. Like, and it's not called. And one thing, uh, honestly, throughout Chris Paul's career, he gets a really bad rap. I know he, I know he lost. He has the most, oh, uh, up two zero deficits, uh, deficits in the uh, like history of the NBA. But a lot of them, if you look at it, aren't his fault. Back back in Houston, he was balling out in the playoffs, but he just got injured, and then James Harden couldn't finish it but that called with the even with the Suns if you notice like yeah like the Suns were up 2-0 in the finals against the Bucks but once he started kind of doing bad Devin Booker started doing bad also it wasn't just Chris Paul like 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 you said like once Chris like like you can't expect Chris Paul to be that main that guy who's gonna like save save the day like you know like there's so much he could do so like a lot I feel like he does get a little bad rap but when people blame like the 2-0, losing those 2-0, up 2-0 deficits. So you can't really blame him, but, like, yeah, he's just not that player anymore. And if the Suns literally just add, like, another, like, star, then that team is a championship team because their role players are good, but they're just not good 
They're just they're not like the Mavs, like, cause like Devin Booker isn't like Luca. Like Luca is Luca. You could say Christian Wood. He hasn't been like he's doing good, but he's not like All Star level good. So the like the Mavericks, like Luca, and then that team, like the role players are tailored to Luca's play style. I don't. That's not the case with the Phoenix Suns. The Suns aren't tailored to Booker's play style. So that that type of play style can't work with the Suns. It could work with the Mavs, but can't really work with the Suns. You know what's crazy? You you know what's crazy? Chris Paul still has two more years in his contract after this year. So his contract's gonna end in twenty five, and and he's getting paid like thirty mil per year. So it's actually like I was I was looking at the details of his contract. It's actually not as bad. Um, like it's like partial guarantees on those years. Like if it if it was like, um, what's it called? Like if if it was like um like fully guaranteed, but it's it's not like it's. There are partial guarantees on. I'm pretty sure the last year is like 11 million guaranteed, so it's not right. like crazy. Like, I mean, that's still a huge hit on the salary cap. Like, like it's going to be hard for them to bring a second star in. So, like, they would have to develop Aiton fully into that second star. But as you guys said, he, he probably is more like the third best player on his team. They, they, they can't trade Aiden this year, right? They have to wait until next they, year to trade him. So, so how it works is they they can trade Aiton on I think January 15th but he has to approve anywhere he gets traded this year like but this if, year but next year yes, next, yes, year, they, next year they don't next year they can trade him wherever yeah they they okay for sure yeah. that that I I know there's something about his contract like that because that's the reason where once Aiden signed with the Sun uh this offseason there's one trade that just died down because it just wasn't possible to trade Aiden anymore I think the KD trade the KD trade died down because once they signed Aiden, they couldn't really trade for KD anymore at that point. Question. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but um, you know, you there's some free notable free agents next season. And, you know, some players their um value has depreciated a lot. So, like, you know, one of those names, Russell Westbrook, how, how would he look on the Suns? Oh man, I don't. Even, I wouldn't even experiment on that. Oh uh, 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 yeah, I, I, I mean, I yeah, what did it have to lose? You know, like honestly, Suns got to take a hail mary kind of thing. I, I, or else they're going to be stuck in the same spot that they have been for the last three years, for the next three years, in my opinion. So the thing, the thing is, the Suns' issue isn't what Westbrook brings. Like, like Westbrook, you know, like the intensity and stuff. I feel like the Suns have that. I think more so. They like they have the intensity. They have like you know like what's it called the passion. Like as a team, they just don't have the talent per se. Like so they like I, I don't think Westbrook putting putting Westbrook on the Suns will work. Like, I mean, there's they don't need like Draymond Green as well, you know. But yeah, let, let's let's see what happens with the Sun. Can we can we do no, one I, thing? I, yeah. Can up? we do one thing before we move on? All right. So it's the playoff series. It's the Suns versus the Pelicans. Who do you guys got? Oh, Pelicans. That's Suns. not a question. I uh, no, <laughs> seven games. I don't, I don't bro. With I don't think anybody out of seven games. I don't think anybody's gonna beat. Uh, well, not any. I'm not gonna say anybody. I don't think the Suns are gonna beat the Pelicans with T.J. McCollum, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, and that whole cast. I don't. I don't see the Suns beating that. Who's gonna beat them? Devin Booker by himself. See, like. I I get it. Like if you're comparing one to one, but I think and, and, and no, no, and not even that. Forget comparing one to one. Then now, let's say you do Devin Booker versus CJ or Baron Ingram. That's a better comparison. I'll, okay, I'll give that one to Ben Ingram. Oh, sorry, uh, Devin Booker, not Ben Ingram. 
Then he goes CJ versus who? CJ matchup with McCall Bridges, probably. Or I don't because Chris, Chris Paul, I don't think he's gonna yeah. play. Chris Paul, I mean, I don't think Chris Paul's gonna play at the level that he once was anymore. But well, well, you don't have to do a full on analysis of one to one. That's what I'm saying. But like Suns is a team. I think they have a great coach. They have a Bro. great like the role players are pretty good. Like, you know, like they no, are good. I think, no, I think everyone on the team understands their roles. I think they all know what they want to achieve. Aiden got their uh, got his bag. I think, you know, playoff times if they if they're focused, they they can you know, like I I still feel like the Pelicans are like an up and coming team. I I think they need that one year playoff experience with Zion and and then I think that they might like next year. Yeah, sure, Pelicans are going to be a force to reckon with. But I think Suns uh, are, are going to be better. That's my I'm, opinion. I'm actually on the side for this. Um, I know that I know. individually the the Pelicans definitely have more talent. They might even have the most depth out of all the NBA teams in their single team. Um, from their bench to their starters, but I, I don't know, man. The Suns when they play like a team, they're 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 definitely a force to be reckoned with. They're probably exactly right. Exactly. Stop, stop right there. I'm gonna interrupt right there. Suns when keyword when they play like a team, they don't always play like a team. That's the thing. There, there's times where their offense literally gets stagnant and they 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 literally turn and look towards Booker, and that's that's it. Pelican, but we we talked about oh, that though. Booker can be yeah, him exactly, when he needs to be. He, he can he win them a playoff him, game or two. Being he, he exactly a playoff game or two. The question he, he can series. win them a series against think, Pelicans. That's all no, I'm saying. I, don't think I agree. He, I don't think Noah. I don't think he could. The, the, <laughs> the Suns team was much better last year, and they lost to a, to the Mavs, which was a worse team than the if the if the Mavs were the same team this year, and the Pelicans are who the Pelicans are. The Pelicans are a better team than the Mavs, and. The Mavs destroyed. They, I want to say destroyed the Suns, but they showed them like, yo, you're, you're, you guys aren't them. Like you're not the best team in the league as you guys think they are. Like I, I, I just don't. I, I'm not saying no team could beat the Pelicans, but I know for a fact I don't think the Suns could beat the Pelicans. All right, we'll, like, we'll definitely see in the future. But yeah, we're gonna yeah. hold you to this. We're gonna come back to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. I, I just think they can't beat the Pelicans. All right. Ended off on that. All right, so All right. you guys want to move on to let's let's talk streaks. So we got we got the Knicks, which was brought to my attention by Shaman, are in yes. a seven game winning streak. Man, I did not see that coming. Do you guys want to talk about that, or we can talk about the Magic on a six game winning streak? Along with my Nets, the Nets. Yo, so the NBA actually did a power ranking on them, and they're in the top five. They've been one of the sleeper teams to actually. Been playing really good over the past. They're, month, so. they're they're three games away from the Boston Celtics. That's all I'm saying. Or I think <laughs> five, five. Five, 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 five or six. Okay, so five or three. I I think it's five. But they're close. Uh, it's, they're it's really three. close. It's three. It's three, right? Okay, that's what I thought. I thought it was three, but they're really close. They're 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 proving a lot of people wrong. Ben Ben Simmons isn't like balling out, but I feel like it it translates. Translates it's translating to team success, so you can't really like you know say anything about Ben Simmons. Like he's doing, I guess, what he needs to do. But the man, the the Nets are crazy, and then the Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks have been balling out. They yeah, they were on a seven game win streak. Shout out, shout out, Shaman for pointing yep. it out because yeah, I remember looking at their record. They were eleven and thirteen. Now they're seventeen and thirteen. So that's good. 
the Knicks are really I, I can't really say much on the Knicks. I don't I don't watch that many games of them. So if anybody wants to talk on the Knicks, can, can we ahead. be honest about the Knicks? Their their win streak isn't that crazy. They're gonna fall back down to earth and they're they're gonna go back down to the bottom five seeds and or maybe they'll stay in the playing game. All right. Um so here here's the thing. Their win streak, great, it's amazing. But look at the teams that they beat, all right. They beat the Bulls, who are I, I don't know what the hell they're doing. They just need to blow that team up. That's a whole different topic. They beat well, the Bulls the, stink. They stink. They, they, yeah, they stink. They, they uh, like they're just not playing together. I, I don't know. Everyone's doing their own thing, and there also needs to go back to the Raptors. But yeah, as I said, different topic. Um, and then they hey, beat- I, I kind of sorry to break up. I kind of agree with Noah on that, bro. Bring the Rose and die. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, the six miss misses them, but anyways. Then we have they beat the uh, uh Kings. I guess that that was a decent win. Kings are a decent team. Uh, can't disrespect them. They beat Hornets. They beat Hawks. Hawks are dealing with injuries. Um, they beat Cavs as well. But Cavs also they their um front court was missing for that game. So like I feel like a lot of their wins. Sure, they got the wins they're supposed to. But I, I think it's being blown out of proportion. They're not like some crazy team. Like I think they're still very mid. Um, Jalen Brunson has been balling out though. I think that contract that they gave him, like a lot of analysts are like, you know, not talking as much shit anymore, but let's see how it turns out at the end. But, um, yeah, I I think Knicks are a decent team, but not someone that we got to like consider as a threat. Um, I think, I think like the biggest difference for the Knicks and you just pointed out like this year is Brunson. Like he, he allows, he, he's somebody that can just like set up their offense and somebody that, you know, Julius Randle doesn't have to create a ton of offense because he's prone to bad, bad shots. Um, I think it was their game against Chicago, maybe, where they, they ended up winning, but they took like a really, really bad, like Julius Randle at the end of the game, end of, uh, uh, end of you know, the fourth quarter, the game went to OT. He just like dribbled out the clock with like 20 seconds left and took a, like a terrible mid-range shot, like. That isn't necessarily the whole game. He played really well in that game, but like he's prone to do that a lot more when he doesn't have somebody who can facilitate the offense, and he has to be that guy. So I think I think Brunson has been really good for them. Like that contract is actually not as bad because it's depreciating in value as it goes on. Uh, but yeah, I think I think they're like a play-in level team. Uh, like like you were saying, they they beat the Cavs, they beat the Hawks, injured teams, they beat the Hornets. Hornets are the worst team in the NBA. The Kings are good. That's a good win. The Bulls stink. The Pacers have been sliding. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of where they're at. I think they'll probably fall behind Miami. And if Atlanta gets it together, those are two teams that I think for sure are better than them, uh, which kind of puts the Knicks in that play-in range, which honestly, I had them not making the play-in, which is so, to me, that's like an upgrade of where I saw them before the season. So I want to add to that. So yeah, giving credit to Jalen Brunson, but I think a lot of these wins are also because of R.J. Barrett. He's scoring above 20 in most of these wins, uh, 15 in both uh, games against against Hawks and Cavs. But, you know, if R.J. Barrett can keep this level of play up, then definitely we should start taking notice to Knicks. But R.J. Barrett, we've seen him, like, he has had flashes throughout his career, and then, like, all of a sudden he disappears. So I don't think he's going to be consistently playing at this level. So I, I don't think Knicks are a serious threat. But if he can continue this level of play, I think he can definitely, um, you know, surprise some teams. 
I, I agree. Um, yeah, I kind of agree with you guys. I don't um, – the thing with – the way I see – like I said, I don't really – I haven't really watched much Knicks games this year. But the way I the way I view the Knicks, and I'm gonna go like the past couple of years, I feel like the Knicks have been adding one piece year by year. Like they go from Julius Randle. I mean, they I think they get Julius Randle and RJ Barrett at the same time, so that's good. Then Julius Randle's balling out. They made the playoffs for the first time since Carmelo Anthony, uh, the Knicks Carmelo Anthony time. Uh, RJ Barrett was still like developing. Now next year they did horrible. You know, Julius Randle couldn't really. The thing was they're missing a ball handler. Uh, aka Jalen Brunson, so that's why they weren't doing that good. They added Jalen Brunson. They're they're like and they added Jalen Brunson and RJ Barrett's getting better now too. Like they're slowly improving, but at the same time, the East is improving massively. Like if you notice that the year they made the playoffs, the East wasn't amazing. It wasn't amazing. There was like two three top teams, but like it wasn't how it is right now. Like like like. Right now, if you look at the East standings, like I, I agree with both, both you guys, they're a playing team. Like, you got Milwaukee, you got Boston, Cleveland, Brooklyn, 76ers. Miami's gonna, I don't, Miami should make it in. So I called Atlanta's good too. Um, Toronto, I, I think Toronto's better than the Knicks. They're Toronto just having a bad. Sucks, I'm sorry, I'm a Toronto fan, and they're they suck, they suck, but the, talent wise, they should like. They should be doing better than the Knicks. They have Siakam, freaking tornado, spin cycle. Bro, I love Fred Van Vliet, but he is... Uh, uh, hey, hey, hey. Hey, do not do not disrespect Siakam, okay? He's special. All right, no, no, Siakam's an amazing. He, Fred, Van Vliet, Fred Van Vliet, his I'm knees sorry, are I'm cooked. I'm just frustrated because Raptors are cooked. on a losing streak right now. And, you know, like when yeah, I they, watch... They might be the 76ers. They, they're they up 96-89 right now against the Sixers, so... Man, they better be. But the Sixers also stink, so you know. Yeah, um, Sixers. Yeah, Sixers need to figure something out. But hey, I, they're on the fourth win streak, so. Okay, um, okay, but back, back back to the Knicks. I like, yeah, I just think they're playing teams. Just they're getting better, but the teams around them are getting better too. So it's like they gotta, they just gotta do something. They they, they gotta keep adding pieces. Man, imagine Donovan Mitchell on this team. I think this team could have been something with him. Man, but we, we, we talked. Story. We talked about that in the last part of it. <laughs> I mean, we could we could talk about all the moves nah, that nah, they could have made nah. and all the yeah yeah yeah. Oh, if Mitchell um, was on Knicks, yeah. Uh, I I just want to make one last point about the Knicks. I think something that goes into their success as of late, um, is something that Tom Thibodeau has been like notoriously not known for. Is he starting to give the young guys on the team? like more run over the veterans. Like Evan Fournier has not been that good these last couple of years on the Knicks. He's out of the rotation. Derek Rose is out of the rotation. And those guys, you know, are being replaced by, you know, Deuce McBride. Oh, I'm sorry, Miles. Yeah, Miles McBride. I think his nickname is Deuce. Uh, Jericho Sims, Emmanuel Quickly, Quentin Grimes. Like they're playing their young guys who, yeah, they might not be as good. I mean, maybe they are better than those guys, which is why they're playing. But this is not something that Th- Thibodeau is known for, and I think he kind of deserves a little bit of credit for that, in my opinion. Oh yeah, de- definitely for sure. And if they can like develop the role players, you know, Knicks are always going to attract stars, so they definitely could get a star player too in the future. But yeah, um, developing these role players is definitely key for future success, in my opinion, as well. Yeah, and it gives them a little bit more flexibility too. Like if they could 
make some of these players look good, you know, it definitely beats up their trade assets. You know what I mean? But anyways, uh, let's let's talk about another team. Let's talk about the Magic. You know, six game winning streak. Man, they they beat the Celtics twice. <laughs> they beat the Raptors twice. They beat the Hawks. I mean, this is a team that's supposed to be one of the worst teams in the NBA, and they're putting up wins against some of the like the hardest matchups. Like some of their their opponents that they're beating are just great teams. I mean, we talked about it in the last pod. We said that Celtics were on a tier of their own. Now, I, I don't know if they're starting to fall off. I mean, I was talking to Kyle earlier in our in our other podcast, Push the Tempo, and you know, he was telling me that, you know, you know, the Celtics are now in last place for offensive rating in the month of December. So it's like, I don't know if they're falling off, but the Magic could definitely be a more physical team. So I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Is the play of the NBA just rising, or is it just, uh, you know, a lucky stretch? Oh, the Celtics are struggling, and you love to see it. That's all I gotta say. Shut up. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really say that the Celtics are falling off. Like they, they missed Jason Tatum, um, in one of those games against the Magic. I think, I think it's just the Magic like are starting to get their guards back. Like for a while, like they didn't have Cole Anthony, they didn't have Markel Fultz. You know, Jalen Suggs has been in and out of the lineup. So they've been really playing like all these forwards without a guard. Um, and one thing that stood out to me by watching that Celtics game and just watching the Magic in general this year, I've, I've watched them a lot, uh, is like everybody knows how good Paolo is as a player. I mean, like the one thing that really sticks out to me, like watching the Magic and Paolo in particular, is that he's, for a rookie, he's really, really good at getting to the free throw line. Um, like the level of physicality that he plays with, as like a 19 or 20 year old, I'm not exactly sure how old he is. It's really impressive. Um, you know, the magic, they've dealt with a ton of injuries. They don't have Wendell Carter Jr. Right now. They haven't had Jonathan Isaac in what feels like four years by now, but if they, they'll get Wendell Carter Jr. Back at some point, if they ever get Jonathan Isaac back, like I'm not going to say they'll make the playoffs this year or whatnot, but they have a really, really, you know, they have a really fun young core. And that's without mentioning like Franz Wagner, who's, who's also really good. Like, a really good, like very versatile player. Uh, so I really like what they got going on. I've been watching more games of them than I thought I would, to be honest. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, agree with you, Kyle. They, they have so much talent on that team. Bobo, Franz Wagner, uh, Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony, you know. But the only thing that I'll, I'll say is these guys need to learn how to stay healthy. I don't know if it's the or uh, Magic's like medical team. Um, or the conditioning team. I, I don't know what it is, but you know, I think their down ultimate downfall is the fact that these players can't stay healthy. Um, but if they can, I, I think they have potential to definitely um you know put their mark on the east. And I, I don't think they have to continue tanking because I think the players that are on the team are good enough to, you know, like with Apollo Banchero, like I think he could de- develop into like a star like Jason Tatum almost you know like the way he plays like it's actually fast, uh, like really fun to watch but um yeah definitely Magic's future is bright yeah I, I just said I don't that is like if you take any healthy of course if you take anybody like any like the top six or seven or even eight guys on the Magic's right and you put them on any like championship level team that that's like that could be a key that could be that piece to that that team needs you know like that's how like each player on the magic are you know like they're all 
really, really good players where if you put them on a good team, they would like, you know, it would really help that team out. So that's, that's who they are. Like, like, uh, like, like Noah said, you got to start, they just got to start staying healthy and that's it. And just knock on wood. Hopefully Paolo never had, like doesn't have to go through the injuries like the previous Orlando players have. And shout out Bobo. He's been balling too. Oh yeah. Celtics fumbled the bag with him. They had him on the roster, man. Could have really loved to have Bobo. I don't think they, you know, I think it's it's fine because they ended up with Robert Williams, and he, I think he's a great center. So I, I I think Celtics everything worked out fine for them. Everything worked out fine for Bobo. But talking about good centers, oh my mm. goodness, have y'all seen Jokic's game yesterday, dude? Hold up, man. Oh my god, he put up wilt numbers like forty points, twenty set, twenty seven rebounds. What the freak? And ten assists, like, dude. But I, it, we gotta put it into perspective. It was against the Hornets, but still, that stat line is insane. You know what's funny about the stat line? He had uh, Kyle actually texted me. He's like, "Dude, check out um, Jokic's stats at halftime." I went checked my phone, saw that he had twenty rebounds. And the first yeah, thing I did was, rebounds. yeah, the first thing I did was Google, "Yo, what's the what's the record for the most rebounds in a game?" We freaking wilt at 55, but that's not taken away from Jokic. That that's a monster stat line. He put up like nearly 100 fantasy points um in world worldwide leagues, but he's just so dominant, and it's crazy to think like this is a two-time MVP, and you know, like there's a whole rule, like an unspoken rule about being a three-time MVP, like you gotta do better, but he's just you so gotta dominant. Be like a Jordan LeBron level. Right, right, right. But look, like what he's doing in this game right now, like in the NBA, is just insane. It's unheard of. You know, we got a fat, tall guy who's not really athletic, but like, I, I don't, I, it just doesn't physically make sense. Like, he's a weird physical specimen of a, like a human. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can't push him around. That's the thing. Like, yeah. How are you going to stop him? You, you can't, like, you know, block his vision. So he's going to make those passes. You can't really body mod the way. So he's going to get those boards. His post game is insane. His jumper is insane. You can't block his vision when he's taking those shots. So, Jokic, oh my God, he could he could definitely get those three back to back to back MVPs if the Nuggets continue this level of play. Uh, I think the thing. <laughs> oh God. I was gonna say like I think the thing about Jokic that obviously yeah he's not like the most athletic guy in the world and whatnot, but like his feel for the game, and just like his positioning, is like one of the best like in the NBA right now. Like the way he positions himself to get second chances, like secondary like offensive rebounds. And like, you know, he doesn't time his jumps too early or too late. Like and obviously everybody knows about his vision. Like it, that's that's really what makes him so good. It's just like his feel for the game. Um and yeah, obviously the Charlotte Hornets is who he had the game against. But that doesn't make it any less impressive, you know. Yeah, I mean I, I agree like if everybody goes off against the Charlotte Hornets, you got to start comparing everybody's stat line against the Charlotte <laughs> Hornets. And this is probably one of the best stat lines you'll see. So, yeah, that doesn't take, take away from what he did. Yeah, Jokic is honestly, he balled out. I, I personally don't think he's going to get that back-to-back-to-back because to back to back you guys know uh, uh, voters' fatigue is just – and and also voters' fatigue. And this was a really good performance, like amazing performance but he hasn't been putting up the numbers 
that he's like averaging the numbers that he has been averaging the past two MVP seasons. So that's why I don't think he's going to get an MVP. And also, Jamal Murray has been. I want to say he's been balling out because he hasn't been balling out, but he's been doing he's been doing good. You know, like still, like he just came back from a major injury, so he hasn't come back. So I, I don't think he's going to get the MVP. But no, I think Denver with Jokic are good, and he's just he's absolutely crazy. He's just like he just does everything. Just like he, he, I feel like he emphasizes on stuff that other players do not really try to emphasize on. That's why he's so good. Like, he, like, he realizes he's not the most athletic, he's not the fastest, he can't jump the highest. So, and I feel like a lot of players who are, who are that, they know that, okay, I could just, I feel even though they, they, they do have skill, they in their back of their head, like, I could just run past that dude, I could just jump over, I, I could just j- jump past them or something like that. He knows he can't do that. So that's why he, he tries to perfect his skill in other places and like in other ways and forms. That's why I just feel like he's just so good and just has that natural touch of the game. Just yeah, I yeah, yeah Jokic has been balling out. Yeah, AJ, I'd like to add on to kind of what you had to say. So uh, there was this video I saw about like basically comparing like him versus MB like a few years back. And he just has a knack for the game. And to your point, like, you know, he knows he's not athletic, so I guess his basketball, like, you know, IQ and vision is what kind of, like, it, it, it puts him ahead. Like, it, like, uh, like the one guy was talking about very specifically in his defensive part where he was talking about taking steals out of, like, uh, like when he's on defense. And he doesn't go out of his way to do it. He just knows where it's going. And then, like, when he, like, picks it out of, like, the other team's offense, like, you just, like, you realize, like, what the hell? Like, like it's it's obvious, but nobody sees it but him. So he makes it work for himself. So yeah, exactly. Just... And, and just to one thing, I feel like a lot of people when when he won MVP last year, a lot of people had a case for Joel Embiid over him, saying, "Oh, Joel Embiid is much better than him." Oh, look at their matchup. Joel Embiid kills him. But like, I I don't know. I I disagree. I I really think Joel. I mean, Joker should have won the MVP over Joel Embiid because he's just like if you look know to Joel Embiid like. One thing he's improved from this uh, this season over last season is that last season, I feel like he tries to go for fouls. Like you know, like he doesn't try. Like he had that James Harden mentality. Like where he's like, I'm not gonna try to. I'm not gonna try to like actually like score a bucket. I'm just gonna try to like flop, flop my way to getting like the free throw lines or like stuff. You know, like just I didn't really think like he played the game the right way. That doesn't take away from like the player he is. He's an amazing player, but like. You don't right, see Jokic uh, doing that. You don't see Jokic doing that. Like the, the antics you see Joel and B doing, you don't see Jokic doing that. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't. I don't know why we're even comparing the two because Jokic is definitely significantly better than Embiid. Um, uh, like I don't think it's a debate at this point. Like no, no, I, I know. I, I, I and especially in this in, in this year's MVP conversation, like you, you know how you just said that, that he can't win back to back to back. Like I, I completely disagree with you. I think it's. Totally possible. Like, if anyone could do it right now, it's Jokic. And I don't think... Okay, but you know, his, his numbers aren't the same as, bro, like... His, t- t- tell me who, who's who's going to be able to win the MVP over him this year. And and I'll tell you why Jokic... Tatum. Tatum. Katie. All right. All right. Katie. 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 Well, well I, don't, I don't know why people... Are, I don't know why people counting Katie out. My dude's averaging... Hey, 30, literally one of, I'm not He's averaging about. 30 points. He, he, they're 19 and 12. They're three games away from the top seed. Like... Kate, Katie is 100 percent 
a solid MVP candidate right now. And I, no, I don't also, understand why thing. people You have a them. lot of solid MVP candidates. I, I'm not taking that away from you guys. But the thing that, the, the like, the play that Jokic, like, the level that he's playing at, it's insane right now. And But you, you know, I, 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 I understand. I understand. No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. It's not only the okay. level of play, but the efficiency, bro. Like, you should, like, this dude is okay. efficient right. as hell. He, he's not getting that many turnovers, and he's getting great number of assists. He's, bro, you know, he, he's, he has a high shooting percentage, three-point percentage. My, Mine is that one series against Boston, KD has been literally and in the same category as LeBron as when it comes to efficiency. That's how good KD has been his entire no, career. I, I, I don't and even this season. The, the, I don't and, and you didn't understand. Understand. But I don't think no, 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 Nets are going to be as good as even, even, even this year, even this year, even this year, what's that called? Like, you can't just go based off stats. Like, every player has a different role on their team. KD stats, KD still, you could still see games where KD gets 30-point triple-doubles. Like oh, KD 25, got Kyrie and KD got freaking Ben Simmons. KD has okay, an don't, okay, amazing you, ass. You cannot say Ben Simmons. No, okay. Nah, you can stop there, bro. Like, that's, that doesn't bro, matter. Let's have so, Bro, here's the thing. Uh, with the Nuggets, Jamal Murray... And Michael Porter missing games, you know, and like Will Bar- Barton's also missing games, you know, like people are dealing with injuries. Who's been consistently there every single game, every single game? But how I understand that, but how is that KD's fault? That that isn't KD. He's doing every single thing he needs it's to do KD's fault. perfectly. I'm just like saying, Jokic is just like I, I'm not take- taking anything away from KD. I'm not taking anything away from Tatum. N- nothing from Giannis. I'm just saying Jokic is putting his team on his back, and these guys are also performing for their teams. But they have a support which I think Jokic, I, frankly, doesn't have. I would even I would even put Giannis over with that called an uh, MVP conversation over Jokic this year. Yo, Giannis, yo, AJ, AJ, I, 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 I can put a lot of people. AJ, what do you got against Jokic, man? Why are you going off? No, I don't. I, I don't. I think <laughs> I think he's good, but I just don't think he, bro. He's not playing. You literally bro, bro. look at his numbers. His numbers hear, hear are nowhere out. near last year's. Hey, hear me out, though. It, just, like, it doesn't make sense. MVP is supposed to be the most valuable player. Can I think we can I, all we can all agree that Jokic is probably the most valuable player to his own team. We could all agree player. that Giannis is probably the most valuable player on his team. We could but all they have Chris agree Middleton that. They have Drew Holiday, who can also, okay, not the but... championship level team, but like, I'm, I'm not saying, Gian... okay, here's the thing. Jokic and Giannis are very close in, in like, you know, their stats and their, like, you know, what they mean to their team. But at the end of the day, Giannis is, Jokic isn't. That That's all I'm going to say. There, the, I just, I don't know. Yeah, uh, you don't know, bro. That's why you should shut up, bro, and just just let, let it be. Yeah, I, 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 you, you, you said name, you said name, you said name players that I call or ask anybody. Giannis, KD, Joel Embiid, even Joel Embiid is playing it better than what I called. Uh, Yo, what are you uh, saying? Joel Embiid is playing better. This year, Joel Embiid is last year. I, when I was saying that Jokic deserved MVP over Joel Embiid, that was last year. Joel Embiid is playing better than Michael Jokic this year too. He just has been—he's been injured too. I mean, it's not, that's not his fault. When he played, he plays. He balls out. That's why I said that's why that one thing he's done better this year over last year is he stopped 
flopping much. He he's going for actual like he's actually trying to score buckets this time, and he's been doing it. Like Bro, I'm doing four players right now. Said the seventy six just sucked, and who's the star player? They suck. They suck, but that's not Joel Embiid's fault. Who, who, who's the star player? Fucking Harden. Harden. Harden sucks. They, and, and on top of that, they they haven't had Tyree Maxey for over a month. That that's not their fault. Like, that's uh, not their fault. Make as many excuses as you want, bro. Jokic is winning back to back to back. Then that's, oh, I, like, I'll put money on it. Come, 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 come back to me when he does, because I, I doubt you are going to come back. All right, let, let's do this. Let's gonna... do this. At the end of the season, if Jokic is a top three, if, you know what? AJ, think of the two players you were talking about, KD and Giannis, right? Or KD, let's just say KD. No, he's like KD and Joel Embiid. Bro. Okay, let's, if, if Jokic is higher than them in the MVP ladder, then, then we'll know that Noah's right. All right, that's I, I just let, let's get a sticky note out and like let's write all these wild statements that uh AJ says because like he's <laughs> all like, right, let, let's write it out, let's write it out, and now Jokic, bro. I'm telling you, write it out. I, I just think Jokic Yog- is doing good, but I just think Katie's put that shit on. His, that's all I'm saying. Katie's balling out, Katie's balling out. I think he deserves MVP. I think, I think Katie, it, it's been a minute since Katie has like gotten MVP and he's been. He has been the most consistent, besides LeBron James. Besides LeBron James, he has been the most consistent superstar in the past eight years, eight oh, nine years. The real one. What? <laughs> oh yeah, okay. <laughs> nah, nah, but I, I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, I, I think it's been it's been it's been it's been overdue for KD to win an MVP, and I think he's I think he's trying to put I think he's trying to put himself on the map this season. He needs to win another chip in the Brooklyn, bro. That's what he got to worry about. Not, not, not is, is, are, are, is he not playing like it? He's balling out. He dropped 38 points the other day. Hey, man, he's been balling out. But at the end of the day, it's, it's up to the team success. And I don't think Nets are going to be a better team than the Nuggets at uh, the end of the year. I, I, I think they are. Than the Raptors, though. They're, they're doing better. Yeah, they're doing better than the Raptors. They, I mean, I would like right to try and divert the topic to the Raptors because you guys know you guys are wrong. <laughs> but all right. Hey, no, I'm on. I'm on your side. Rec- okay? I I don't understand why you're trying to talk when the record literally shows the Nets being better than the uh, uh, the Denver better Nuggets. Better than. Yeah, right, exactly. Because right, 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 I, right. I don't even want to let's, say let's, names. Let's, that's, let's that's move how on. Disgusting they are to my to yeah. my house. Uh, I, I don't know how we we got onto um, uh, MVP talk for like the last ten minutes. I kind of want to talk about the Nuggets. Like, yeah, Jokic obviously played great yesterday. I'm I'm still not I'm not really convinced by them. Like. I think, I think obviously Jokic is great. I don't know if they have a consistent number two option. Like Jamal Murray is a very good player. I don't know if he's like a, a number two option. Like, like and Michael Porter Jr. is still injured. Their their bench kind of sucks. Like, could you imagine if they had this version of Jeremy Grant over Michael Porter Jr. right now? Like, how much better they'd be off for it? Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just tripping. Like they have. They have a very good offense. They have the second best offense in the NBA, but they have like the 27th ranked defense as well. So I don't know. Maybe like if you guys want to put your input on that, but I personally am just not like really moved by them. Like some of, like I thought I would be coming into the season. I definitely agree with you. Um, as you said, their defensive woes is going to be the downfall of, uh, of the team, but I think what we see in the, during a season is like when you're able to score, you're able to get wins, and then in the playoffs, when you're not able to play defense, you you can't get those wins that you were getting in the season. So I think that's going to be the story of the Nuggets, and I don't see anything changing um, 
you know, Jamal Murray and uh, MPJ, they're both great players. You know, we can't, I think we also forget Aaron Gordon in a lot of these conversations. Um, but they also have KCP. He, he's a great defender, I would say. He's a really good 3 and D. Um, Bruce Brown, he's great as well. Jeff Green. So, like, I think they definitely have some, like, talent. But, like, uh, you know, a lot of teams in the West, I feel like, are in that position where they have a really good star, but they don't really have that good second star player. Uh, and um, besides the Clippers, but I think Clippers are their own story. But, um, yeah, I, I think they're going to be in the same boat. Like, they're going to be struggling in the playoffs. Interesting, interesting. All right, um, let, let's move on to the next segment. All right, Shaman, you know what time it is. It's trivia time, baby. Yes, sir. All right, I'm going to give you guys a choice. Uh, you guys uh, can decide whether or not the trivia will be about a player or by or about like basketball topics. You guys choose. I don't mind either. Basketball or. topics. All right, sounds good. Basketball topics. Let's do it. Okay, cool. So, in a... In basketball, there's a little movement called the flex cut. You can tell me uh, why it's called that or what the actual flex cut is. I'm going to take a pass. I got, I got no idea. Wait, a flex cut? Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. I would say a flex cut, I could be wrong, is when maybe if it's an out-of-bounds play, let's say you set a, you act like you're setting a screen. Like, you act like it's a, a, one player acts like he's cutting into the basket, but he's actually setting a screen for another player to get the ball. Maybe is that, maybe? Am I wrong? Okay, fine. Maybe maybe this is a bit too difficult. Like, uh, okay, let, let's, just, uh, let's just ask why. Let's just ask why it's called the flex cut. So uh flex so, cut would basically be going you going from one from one corner to the opposing wing. Why is it called the flex cut? Because it looks like a arm being flexed. I don't know. Okay, anybody else? Uh why is it called a flex uh, cut? It looks like a sixty degree angle. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Noah and AJ, y'all got anything? Wait, wait, wait. They, so there are two players in the corner and they just... No, no, no. It's walk. only one player. It's only a singular player. Okay, okay so, so say that one more time. A singular player in the corner and what does he do? He The the player runs underneath the hoop and then he goes to the opposing uh, wing or wherever the open spot is. from. So from one corner to the opposing wing. One corner to the opposing wing, but from under the basket. Yeah, he has to go underneath the basket and then he goes to the opposing wing. Is this a play that um, uh, what's his name, Rip Hamilton used to do a lot? I'm not sure, but uh, that's not that wasn't what the question was, Noah. I know, I'm, uh... I'm because, <laughs> bro. Honestly, I don't even know what a flex cut is. I feel yeah. like now it's I feel like, you know, you're crushing out her. Like I, I don't even feel like a yeah, uh, like I should be talking hoops anymore at this point. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Chill, chill. I, I, for real, for real. I, I think I have to go with array. Like, is it because maybe it looks like a flex? Um, okay. No, well, Array basically got it 100% right the first try. The reason it looks like that is it looks like you're they're taking your muscle and then flexing it. That's literally what's called a flex cut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. I mean, I didn't know the exact name for it. I know I know we've probably all seen this play happen like a million times. But uh, yeah. it's, it's yeah. good to know the the name, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious what the NBA trivia question was, though. 
Okay. Um, who was the first ever player to win the NBA Defensive Player of the Year award? Marcus Smart. Colin, want to take a guess? Uh, um, no, looking it up. Wait, can I'm you not, tell I'm us? Not, can you tell us the year? Can you tell us the year? I don't know, but I'm no, 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 looking it up for real. Definitely not. I'm not. Uh, no. What dec? What decade did it happen? In the eighties. Eighties. Uh, Is it Rodman? No, no, he was in nineties. Uh, when was Bacall? Uh, he was he was like nineties two thousand. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go out on a limb. This is definitely wrong. I'm gonna say Daryl Dawkins. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. I don't know Larry Bird. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I got no definitely idea. not. Okay. No. Can, 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 can I change my answer? Yeah. I think it was. <laughs> This guy is good. He's gonna look at it up. He definitely looked that shit up. Okay, what about you, Noah? You didn't say anything. Uh, hell have I know. Uh, like Moses Malone? I don't know. Okay, you guys were all wrong. It was Sidney Moncrief of the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, that was my second guess, bro. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Thanks for doing uh, trivia for us, Shavin. That, those were pretty. So we, we got the last one pretty easily. We got in like five seconds. Now now you got us, man. That was a good one. Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing it next time, y'all. Sweet. All right. That, that's going to be... some basketball knowledge. My bad. Go ahead. No, you're good. I think that's going to be it for this pod. Um, appreciate you guys all for listening. Again, we're going to be sponsored this episode by Ghost Trigger. Use code ECB15 for 15% off. We'll leave a link in the description. If you guys suck at gaming, you know, uh, I, I don't have that problem, but... A lot of my friends do like some of these guys in you know the pod. Yeah, definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely check out the website. It'll help you out with gaming for sure. So that being said, even if you're guys. good though, you know those ghost triggers they they help a lot. They definitely they give you that little advantage. They really do. So definitely check it out, guys. All right, peace out, guys. Catch you guys on the next pod. Peace.